Hey, all you beautiful souls, and welcome to the Eat, Pray, Slay podcast. My name is Shalane Carter. I'm your host. I'm also a personal trainer, yoga teacher, meditation guide, and spiritual leader. This podcast is the perfect convergence of all things health, wellness, yoga, and spirituality, and really learning to break through limitations and open yourself and your spirit up to receiving all the abundance the universe has to offer. Each week, along with myself and many other awesome guests, you'll begin to expand your knowledge and insight on how to level up and step into your highest self. Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome back to the Eat, Pray, Sleep podcast. I'm your host, Shalane Carter, um, and I am so very thankful to be sitting here recording this today. Um, it is definitely part of my gratitude list, A, because I haven't actually sat down and recorded anything for you guys in quite some time. Um, and I've been doing lots of interviews. And if you missed the Which Chakra is Your Superpower in Business quiz, I've been working on that. And a new website has launched and all sorts of good things. So I'm really happy to be back and kind of recording some more information. And, and again, this is one of my favorite ways to teach. So I wanted to teach you guys a little bit today about um, recognizing kind of your body's needs and sometimes what your strengths are in how to move energy through your body, how to actually get out of stagnation. How do you actually when how do you actually move the energy? How do you create and become aware of your patterns and habits that actually allow you to dip into lower vibrational experiences and back into limiting beliefs and patterns um, that lower your vibration? And then how do you actually tune into how to raise your vibration? So I'm going to talk a little bit about both, um, but mostly focusing on things that you can actually do, some fairly simple things to raise your vibration um, and kind of where to start, how to journey through it. Because a lot of people are like, well, I don't even know where to start. Um, I also don't see initially like they see that there's problems that they're having in business and in relationships and in health and different things, but they can't quite pinpoint where is it coming from? When does it show up? And then how do you fix it? Right? Because it's all fun and games to be able to be like, I have a problem. And you're like, okay, I recognize that now what? Right. And it, and a lot of times what we do is we utilize the same type of techniques that got us into the problem in the first place to try and get out of it. And it's like, that seems like has something to do with the definition of insanity. Although I understand the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. So a lot of times what we do is we tweak what we do just a bit, or we do it in a different format or something like that, but it's essentially the same thing. So first things first, um, I wanted to share a personal experience because, um, and this is kind of what prompted, I had some other, uh, podcasts that I was recording, but I was like, you know what, this really needs to be said yesterday. So I just got back from about a a 10 day traveling extravaganza. Um, we went and looked for wedding venues, which is so exciting. And, um, my kids went to my future in-laws house, uh, for a week. And then my fiance and I met back up at their house and stayed for a few days and visited with them and then came home. Um, prior to this, if you follow me on Instagram, you know, I was dealing with some shoulder issues, um, which if you're not following me, please do at Shalane Carter, pretty simple. When you have a unique name, nobody takes it. Um, and 
and I was talking about how um, when you have shoulder issues and stuff like that, it's because you're you're carrying a heavy load and you're maybe taking on more responsibility than than you can handle, and you kind of have a lot going on. You're kind of bearing a lot of weight, essentially. And mine was a lot in the muscular system, kind of the mobility. And um, I've talked about this in previous episodes, but I do have. Um, I've had a bit of scoliosis the first time it was actually like diagnosed and recognized, I think was in sixth, sixth or seventh grade, um, in middle school. And, um, from all of the work that I have done and things like that, I recognized it's been a longstanding heart chakra imbalance. Um, the relationship that I'm in now has provided so much healing that I never knew that I needed, that I never knew that I would find and is healing a lot of uh, things in my life and really opening up my heart chakra, utilizing my, my, the energy of my sacral chakra really well. Um, and I recognize there was a lot of blocks that I didn't know that I had, right? That's why they say relationships are our greatest teachers. They really teach us both what we're doing well and often what we're, you know, where we're astray of what could be our highest alignment. So. I am. So anyways, you know, carrying people's emotional baggage and things like that has been common for me in my life. Even if I look at the history of my jobs, I've picked jobs where people come and careers where people come and unload, but they don't necessarily want help, right? I I did lash extensions. I had a lash extension business for many years. I did makeup. Um, A lot of environments kind of just continued that process. And so right before we went on this, on actually before I went to, I went to Costa Rica a few weeks back before this trip. And that's when I had my first shoulder incident and uh, I came back, nothing was torn or anything like that, but came back and was doing some um, scraping and stuff like that of the fascia, the connective tissues where I was holding a lot of uh, tension. Basically scraping is kind of a, a, when you go in and get a massage and they're kind of massaging out a knot, this is like times 10. and it's really localized and specific. And so what I noticed is it did shift some things and it kind of created where I recognized that the issue I was having in my shoulder was not necessarily from my shoulder. It was from actually between my shoulder blades from this scoliosis that was creating this tension up in my neck, under my shoulder blades, in between my spine and my scapula. And the day before we left, or the day that we left, it was almost like all the scraping that had been trying to release this tension dropped. And you could actually see that my shoulder was about half an inch, possibly closer to an inch um, lower on that side compared to the other side, which A means holding, I'm still holding a lot of tension in my other shoulder. Yay for me. But what happened was then because of this significant imbalance and it being very drastic, my back kind of seized up, especially around my shoulders for a majority of our nine hour drive home, which was really delightful. And I hadn't slept well the whole time we had been on the trip. I'm usually a really great sleeper, hadn't slept well in 10 days. And so yesterday was interesting because I was like, I very much recognized I did not feel like myself. And I'm sure a lot of you can relate to this where you, you wake up one day and you're like, I just feel off. Like I feel sluggish. I feel reactive. I feel like I have no purpose. I feel like I don't know what I'm doing with my life. I feel like I'm screwing everything up. Um, and maybe not all of those things at once, but like, I had like I had planned yesterday I had some client calls and that was literally all that I could do for the day I had wanted to work on a few things and and stuff that's for for things that are coming up 
and I just, I just didn't have any energy. Um, not just no energy, but I had no creativity. I honestly could not put a creative thought together. Um, we had been working on some wedding planning and, and things like that, organizing stuff, and I was just like, I just have nothing. And I was, I had, I had brought my yoga mat. I had done yoga probably about every other day or so. Um, I had taken at least a few minutes every day to meditate. So it's still a lot of my, my habits, but not in the way that I think I was, we had so much going on. We were seeing, again, because we were traveling so much to look at venues. Um, like we were spending, you know, hours and hours in the car and, um, it's a lot of decision-making. It's a lot of like taking in a lot of information, process, trying to make decisions in an area that for so long I didn't think would, would be available to me, which again, when, so that being said, when I was looking at some of the decisions that were happening, when there's, there's large life, life changes happening. And you really feel like for me, this is a huge healing section kind of of my life. Uh, this chapter for me has been substantial in not just healing my energetic body, but, but um, my relationship to others, my, um, a lot of the blocks, I think that, again, depending on your beliefs, but a lot of the things I think that I was carrying from other lifetimes is definitely meant to be healed this lifetime. And that can, when you're in that transitionary part, it can be very emotional and stuff. So I'm having this day and my back is still right like it's not seizing anymore it's not all tense I had iced it we literally stopped at um, like a Carl's Jr filled up a like a Ziploc baggie full of ice so I could just sit on it on the way home made a huge difference just put it behind my shoulders and so the next day like my my back my shoulders actually feel sore from being so tense I'm so tired I can't really string any creative senses together and I have all these plans for what I'm gonna get done with work and I'm like oh my gosh I don't even know what the fuck I'm doing anymore right I, have you felt that way? I know I know that I'm not alone because I hear it from you guys, especially on Instagram. And and um, that's one thing I, I love about being on there is, you know, being able to conversate and chat back and forth in the DMs about what's actually going on in your life, what's going on in your business. How are things, you know, showing up and resulting for you from past experiences? How are they showing up now? So the first thing is recognizing that um, I took my ego out of it, right? That's the first thing. So first things first in really shifting your energy is recognizing that you're just having an emotion, right? I, I am not, I just feel tired. I am not necessarily tired. Once I nap, that will go away, right? Once I sleep, I'm not going to identify myself with lethargy and laziness and tired or anything else that I may be feeling just because it's just a feeling. That's not who I am. Right, just because I had literally no creative thought yesterday doesn't mean I'm not creative. I recognize that a lot of the feelings that I was feeling was coming from lack of movement, um, a lot lack of sleep. Um, of course, when you're traveling, you don't have access a lot of times or the convenience of, um, you know, home. Like normally, I eat a lot more fruits and vegetables and cook a lot at home, and we were eating out a lot more, and it was great food. We had some amazing dinners and, and things like that. But it's all a lot of stuff that I don't eat, more processed food than normal. And so here this day comes and I recognize, okay, I'm feeling all of these things. And I started to do, you know, kind of, and we all kind of do it a little kind of beating up of ourselves and, and stuff like that. And I was like, 
whoa, whoa. Okay, so first thing, I'm acknowledging it. Second thing is I'm like, what does my body need? Okay, so I looked at yesterday, okay, I need sleep. Like I could feel that I was so tired, you guys. I'm not a napper. I always want to nap. I have really good intentions of like laying down. I can close my eyes and maybe take like an eye rest is kind of what I call it for maybe like 10 minutes or so. And I'm like that honestly for me, if I ever need a nap is typically good enough. I don't actually sleep. I want to be a great napper. I'm very jealous of people who just like my fiance Matt will just lay down and nap and he could sleep anywhere. And I'm just, I'm really jealous of that talent that he has. And I don't have that. I laid down and slept for almost an hour and 20 minutes. And I still went to bed. So normally I go to bed between like 9.30, 10 o'clock. I still went to bed at 9.30. <laughs> and even today, as I'm speaking, I, I feel I feel so much better, but I can still feel a little bit of lack of sleep kind of behind my eyes, um, kind of a little bit of a, a tension in the brow. And so instead of being like, oh, I have a headache, I should take Advil. Oh, I'm tired. I'm, you know, all these things like instead of placing any judgment on them, like, what does my body need? Okay. It needs sleep. It needs sleep. It needs water. It needs, I'm speaking of, take a little sip of water. Um, it needs water. It needs food. So like yesterday I had like my green, a green smoothie. I took my vitamins. Um, I took my dehydrated like fruits and vegetables. Now, mind you, I had been doing that the whole time. So I think that's kind of my saving grace is that I could have energy throughout my entire trip. And it was kind of like, you know, coming home, it was a little bit of a crash. But that's the thing is the first step is always recognizing, okay, what's the issue? And I feel like most of the time we don't have an issue, a problem with that, but we, we see the surface level, right? We see that I'm tired. And then we identify, we begin to identify with all the emotions that are kind of happening, right? We begin to start to cycle into all of these old familiar thought patterns because when you're tired, you have a tendency to not have the same willpower, the same devotion to holding your vibration, right? It's like when you've had too many drinks, right? You easily fall into bad habits like texting your ex, okay? Similar idea. Your body is, is literally trying to survive. And a lot of times, whatever behaviors you did to survive at one point will come out when you are lacking sleep, when you are not eating good foods, when you are not going outside and getting sunshine, when you are not connecting with friends that make you feel uplifted and, and kind of tapping into your community. That's what happens is you slip into these patterns, these coping patterns. So you're like, okay, I recognize the problem. Now, what do I actually need? So you can use this in business too. What's the problem I'm experiencing? What are some of the feelings that I'm associating with it? Does that actually feel like me? Like I recognize that wasn't me. That's not who I am. That's just a feeling that I'm having. Okay, great. So I'm not going to sit there and entertain those thoughts anymore because that's an old low vibrational pattern of me right? We all, we all have them. We all do it, whether that be using food, using alcohol, shopping, um, over-exercising, all of these things. When we have these thoughts about ourselves, whatever it is that you cling to, you recognize it. You're like, okay, I'm going to choose differently. So instead of forcing myself to work, because literally I sat down and I tried to do a few things, I napped because I was like, the old me tries to push through. The old me entertains the judgment. The, the version of me that I am no longer does these things. So what do I actually need? I need a freaking nap. So I took a nap. 
Okay, then the next thing, right, is to not actually hold any judgment about yourself. Okay, so at that point, after the nap or after you've done what you need to take care of, not judging that you needed, that you had needs that needed to be met and that were more important than your to-do list. Okay, so meet your needs. Recognize what, what would help you. Recognize what does my body actually need. Then give it what it needs. Okay, that's the third thing. So recognize the problem. Recognize what you're, what you're actually needing. Meet the need. And then the fourth thing is, what are things that, that you feel um, raise your vibration? What are things that when you feel most like you? So I always feel most like me after movement, yoga, exercise, things like that. Those are things that haven't been, I've been doing them, but not in the same way that I, that I know really fills me up because I have been mindful of my shoulder and we've been traveling and, and all of those things. And I'm like, I really haven't been consistent in the way that I like to be and then the way that I know that makes me feel good. So I was like, okay, well, what can I do tomorrow? Obviously shoulder kind of out of it. I could go do legs tomorrow, right? Like I could go to the gym, I could work out my legs, you know, focus less on my, my upper body, more on my lower body. Um, I was teaching a yoga class this morning. I knew that that would fill me up. Um, I'm like, what other things fill me up? I was like, continue to eat foods. And then the, the, for me, I recognize how much I value in-person connection. So look forward to that for coming, um, for those of you who are looking to maybe travel a little bit more or stuff like that. I'm really, really trying to focus um, some of my energy on my business, even though my business is online, um, how much I value in-person connection and how much I think it has so much impact on our energy. And so I made, I reached out to my, my girlfriend and I was like, hey, can I come over for coffee in the morning? So I went over for coffee this morning. I feel like a different person. I literally feel, I feel like who I am right now is who I always feel like I want to kind of return back to this home base. But had I done things differently yesterday, right? When I was tired, when I, when I hadn't been eating well, when I was in pain, when all of these things, if I had let myself slip into old patterns, today could have been a very different day. And that's why healing is never linear. You're always going to have things and experiences and stuff like that. It makes sense that I would be having this huge release in my heart chakra right when I'm planning my wedding, right? That makes sense. For so long, I've been so guarded. For so long, I've had this long-standing kind of block around um, accepting love and expressing my love more freely. And I'm in this relationship, which really allows me to do that and to actually be who I am and be loved who I am and allows me to express my love for them in the most, in a way that feels most organic. It makes sense that I would finally have this huge release in my shoulders that honestly, like is a constant battle because of my pre-existing issues. And so when you start to look at, okay, I'm experiencing this, I'm in a mood okay, instead of letting it run wild with your day, right? Because if you ever notice that, that's like, that another bad thing happens, then another bad thing happens and somebody cuts you off and then you spill your coffee and then you take the wrong turn and then you're late for this. And it's like a domino effect because you've given into that energy and it gains momentum. So instead of giving into that energy, 
what are you going to do instead? You're going to take the steps that I just taught you. You're going to see the problem. Okay. Acknowledge this is where I'm seeing this issue. This is what I'm feeling. Recognize that you can have feelings about it. That is not you. Okay. And then address, okay, if I'm having this problem, what do I actually need? Okay. Not what my coping mechanism is. Not, I don't, you know, I'm not, I don't need to go shove my face with Doritos. I don't need to go have, you know, six drinks. I don't need to go buy $300 worth of clothes. I don't need to binge Netflix. What do I actually need? Those are all coping mechanisms, by the way. Not always, but majority of the time. Um, You know, anything that's like excessive like that, that's always soothing something. Otherwise, you would have self-control. It wouldn't have any power over you. So you're like, okay, what do I actually need? I was like, fuck, I need sleep. Okay, maybe you need to get outside. Maybe you've been inside for too long. Maybe you actually need a budget because you feel like you're frivolous with your money. So some of these things take a little bit more dedication, a little bit more devotion and rigidity rather than, I think, sometimes give yourself what you need. You're like, oh, I need a rest day or I need a bubble bath or I need like, sometimes it does not look like that. Sometimes what I actually need is like a hard workout. Like I was like, I need to feel like I'm pushed. I need to feel like I'm challenged. I feel like I've had too much feminine energy. So really, what do you need? Okay, that's the second one. The third one, meet your own damn need. Stop waiting for somebody else to fulfill that for you. Stop waiting for somebody else to take things off your plate. Ask for them to be taken off your plate. Ask for help. Take, you know, get more rest. Say no to things. Like those are all meeting your needs. Okay. And then, then the fourth thing, the fourth thing is then releasing any judgment around the experience, right? Don't feel bad for having a bad day. Don't feel bad for, you're like, okay, I said this to this person when I was having a bad day, blah, blah, blah. Apologize. You know, like you don't need to sit there and identify with all of the, the things that you've done or the things that you felt like those are just feelings. There I was again, like beating myself up. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, well, it's over. We don't need to put any momentum, any energy into that. Instead, okay, so there's the fourth. We're releasing judgment, releasing shame, releasing guilt about anything that happened or we said to ourselves during that experience. The fifth thing is what things actually make you feel most like yourself, like your most authentic self, your highest expression of who you are. When do you feel like that? Right? For a lot of us, it's like when we're listening to music, when we're with our friends, when you know, like we're working out or we're hiking or um, a lot of that, if you ever notice, is not stagnant. It's typically you don't feel like your highest self when you're Netflix binging. <laughs> you don't feel like your highest self right? when you're sitting alone at home, throwing yourself a pity party. You know, when do you actually feel, when you feel the most vibrant version of yourself? Okay, what are, and then what are those things that you can do to actually shift your vibration? So I'll do another podcast on easy ways to shift your vibration. But for now, identify, okay, what are at least one thing, one thing that makes you feel more vibrant? So those are your five things. Identify it. Okay. Then you're going to ask, what are my needs? meet your needs. You're going to release any judgment around, you know, not being 
your highest self or feeling, you know, high vibe or whatever that bullshit is all the time. It's okay to be a human and have emotional dips, hormonal dips, like totally fine. So releasing judgment and then get back to practicing things that make you feel like yourself. Okay. A little five step way to actually shift your vibration from when you're having a shitty day, when you're having a shitty experience, because all of us have it. So we can't think that it's not going to happen. They don't we don't typically prepare for shitty days. They just show up. Okay. They just come and knock in and you answer the door. It's like when you answer the door and you think it's somebody and then you open the door and you're like, damn it, that peephole lied to me. This is why they have ring doorbells, (laughs) right? So I can see who it actually is. Right. So taking those five steps and utilizing them can be so, so powerful. Again, this is not just in business, but it's in life. Like you're going to have dips in business. You're going to have dips in finances in in income in engagement in all of those things. And instead of identifying with it, okay, what are, what are the needs? How can I meet those needs? How can I, you know, release any judgment around it? And then how can I, what are the practices that I can implement to shift back into my most vibrant expression of who I am, of my business, of whatever it is. Right. Let me know if you try these things, which one was your favorite? Actually, I would love it if you screenshot and share this episode. Um, I feel like this, these kinds of teachings are some of my, my favorite. I love, of course, teaching you business and, and all things energy and business and stuff. But this, this is like the nitty gritty of it all. This is kind of where it starts. It has to, it's why I help entrepreneurs heal their energetic body so that they can be that truest and highest, most vibrant reflection and build a business from there, right? We have to understand why we do the things we do, how we cope with things, you know, experiences that we've had that have made us um, respond certain ways so that way we can actually begin to heal those things so that we can do things differently, so that we can tap into our highest versions of ourselves. And I think so many people would value these five steps that I've taught in this episode. So please, please, please take a screenshot, share it to your Instagram story. Um, Let me know your favorite part, what you're utilizing, why you loved it so much. Um, Make sure you tag me so I can see it. I really love seeing everybody listening. It's one of my favorite parts, again, about a podcast is being able to connect with you all. So I love you all. Um, And, you know, it just be kind to yourself. Give yourself a little bit of grace. It's okay to have a bad day. When you have a bad day, that's all it is. It's just a day, just some feelings. It'll pass. Until next time. Cheers. Thank you.